Jeremy, do you know what I have in my hand? Uh, your penis. No, that's inappropriate at a recording session. The, what else do I have in my it? hand? Uh, there, there's a bag. What? What's okay? What I is? Feel what is in the bag? With your pants off, though. Can you please put those back on, and then we'll talk about this. No. All right. Jeremy. Those are Skittles. These are Skittles. What kind of Skittles are they? Oh, those are su- sweet heat. Sweet Skittles. Heat Skittles. So. Back in the before times when the episodes were very bad, we did an episode where you ate a chip on air. That was a good episode. I mean, it was a, it was a good episode in a, in a sea of stinkers. Yeah. But uh, what we learned is that you have a very high tolerance for, for spicy and heat. Oh, I'm ready to foods. taste that rainbow. Um, Skittles has come out with uh, a, a hot Skittle. <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed already and like i I'm, I'm hoping they don't let me down so i'm just gonna i'm gonna pour out some okay in your hand okay Let's... i'm just gonna eat it by the, the handful here what flavors do we have uh so this is the weird this is kind of the weird thing we've got i have to read it upside down because i opened the bag like an idiot uh blazing mango which is orange Sounds we got like straight diarrhea. Fiery watermelon. Mm. I'm sure that's delicious. Um, lemon spark. That's th- that's my thing. That I'm looking forward to that. Like yeah, I've got a few of those spicy in my lemon right now. Spicy lemon sounds great. We got sizzling strawberry, which is kind of a peach color. So, so I've got several of those. I feel like I'm missing one. And flaming orange. I don't have any watermelon, as far as I could tell. I think you do. I think you do. I think they are these just... These are too similar in color. Yeah, these are all very, very similar in color. And what's really kind of disturbing is I'm uh, I'm not sure. Um, produced with genetic engineering. Oh, cool. I'm down so, for cancer. Let's do this. So I'm going to pour out some as well. This is the share bag. Mm. I have completely fucked this bag in terms of pourability. No, you absolutely destroyed that bag. Okay, so we're going to do this... You did a very bad job. We're going to do this one at a time? Yeah, you, you, you do that. With... No, I'm just taking the mouthful. Like, okay. I'll let you critique it, and I'll, I'm just going to fucking go All right, balls well, blazing. then you need to go, because you're the one with the oh. mic close to your face. Mm. Oh, this is going to be such a bad recording. Oh. I did not think about this. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so bad in my ears mm. already. This is going to be a horrible, like... I don't taste any heat. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm already cringing. It's fruity. <sighs> All right, well... Okay, there it is. There's a little bit of spice. There's a little bit of spice? A little bit. Okay. I'm going to try one. I don't know. I think this is the strawberry one. Oh, yep. No, that's watermelon. Oh, the longer, you, the longer you let it sit. Oh, there's a little bit of a kit of pepper. Oh, oh I had one. And it's horrible. <coughs> Are you okay? <coughs> You're very red, Jeremy. I'm dying. That's a little spicy. Go chase that with my 
cranberry ginger ale. No, I'm going to do one more. Maybe just wash, wash it down. My God, you are red right now. Oh! Oh! This is going to be a nightmare intro for anyone with a slight, the slightest aversion to just gagging, <laughs> smacking. This is the quality that our audiences come to expect from us here at the Terminus uh, Podcast LLC. All right. I'm going to try the lemon spark. Do it. I dare you. That's the hottest one. <coughs> you got it. Oh, you're fucked. Mm. The tears uh. the tears in your eyes. Uh. The tears in your eyes. Uh. I feel like we should get some of those like uh, uh. Bam uh. what is it? The 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 um, uh. the, the jelly belly no. things. No. You gonna live? That was good. Good job, Skittles. Good yeah, job. Fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Why not? I don't think we need any more holidays. Why not a Martin Luther King Day? Uh, I just uh, feel that there are other black Americans and the corporate body of black Americans who are due honor more than one recent individual about whom there's a great question mark even to this moment. What is the question mark? Uh, the question mark is that uh, so far all the records on him are sealed. And neither you, Tom, nor I really know you, what they're going to say. Are you talking about his personal character, yes, and his personal correct. morality, and his yes. personal life, and he may as well as, as any connection? He may be as clean as Billy Graham. <laughs> That's my feeling. I think we've just seen the, the antechamber to terror. We haven't even begun to see what they can do to the major population. I mean, well, the, ACLU, uh, the ACLU's got to take a lot of blame for this. Oh, yeah. And I know I'll hear from them for this, but uh, throwing God or successfully with the help of the federal court system, throwing God out of the public square, out of the schools. Uh, the abortionists have got to bear some burden for this because uh, God will not be mocked and when we destroy 40 million little innocent babies, we make God mad. I, I really believe that the pagans and the abortionists and the feminists and the gays and the lesbians who are actively trying to make that an alternative lifestyle, the ACLU, People for the American Way, all of them who tried to secularize America I point the thing in their face and say, you helped this happen. Well, I, I totally concur. Morning, Timmy. Want to hear what I'm going to do to you today? First, you're going to give me your lunch money. Scrawny, chubby, short. Queer. Getting caught up in bullying, it's so easy because you're just glad that 
you're not being bullied. Well, a social media movement is encouraging everyone to walk up instead of out, meaning walk up to those who are alone and invite them to their lunch table or ask to be their partner in a class activity. <laughs> So that was uh, an experience. My bathroom smells horrible. Sorry about that. Anyway, um, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about bullying. And the reason why is because in the news, we, I mean, we, we, we even talked about this a few episodes ago. You know, there, there are a lot of kids right now who are feeling politically uh, efficacious. Suppressed. Well, suppressed, but also like they're starting to feel their own efficacy, like they know they, they can bring it into existence. Yeah. And there are some adults who are really excited about this mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but there are some other things that are going on right now that I find kind of shady a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week was the National Student Walkout, basically a bunch of kids all over the country, including some in Oklahoma, yep. walked out for various periods of time. Um, the kind of the standard was 17 minutes for each of the people who died at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Right. Um, and, and that was, I mean, that was a thing. Like, people are are, are upset about a lot of different things. And, and students, you know... Nickelodeon for- did that, too. Yeah, they did. They, they, they went really off cool. air for 17 minutes. And, and Pissed that was, a lot of parents off. I know, because right? Because it was during... Paw Patrol. Oh, yeah. Oh, beans. <laughs> um, but the what was really cool about the the whole thing is that you know, I, I think we can, we all kind of take for granted like kids are absolutely smarter than anyone gives them credit for, and, and they they have a pretty good idea about what politics are. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things that I noticed was you know there was the there were kind of the overarching like gun demands like we should you know have gun control that was you know definitely a big part of it but there were some other schools and other kids like that would you know bring in 
other demands that they had. And that was really neat as well. Yeah. But one of the things that I saw that wasn't so neat, and this is kind of one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up, was um, I don't know who started this. I don't know where it came from. But did you did you see that flyer for the walk up, not walk out thing? I, I, I saw it. I didn't pay a lot of attention to it, to be perfectly honest with you. So it was it was this image that was posted to social media and it's basically it's someone has they've they've written National School Walkout March 14th 2018 and they've crossed out the out and they've put up in front of it in red marker and it says what can you do walk up to the kid who sits alone and ask him to join your group walk up to the kid who never has a voluntary partner and offer to be hers walk up to your teachers and thank them Walk up to someone and just be nice. Okay, so I have problems with this. Oh, ahead. I've got a ton of problems because this is this is oversimplifying a very complex problem. Okay, you're 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 kind of just saying that oh well, the, this person just did what he did because he, you're 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 taking credit away or the blame away from the actual shooter yeah. and placing it on the individual who maybe didn't really give that person much notice or. Or maybe gave like a glare in their direction. I don't believe in in this situation. It's wise to say, "Oh, well, you made your own fucking monster." So there's there's the victim blaming aspect, which I think is a hundred percent appropriate. Um, when when we're talking about walking up to the kid who's got bullied, and and that's gonna stop him from shooting up the school. What we're not taking into consideration is the fact that the kid who did this was a white supremacist was you know fucking insane full of full of white rage and he he did what he did because of his politics because of his ability to access guns and there's there's a whole bunch of other shit there right um whether or not he was popular or not in high school that doesn't matter for the record, before you you continue, I just want to point out something about this in relation, like that. There's mm-hmm. a connector, a connection between these two things. The kid that shut up the school was adopted, pretty much, pretty much adopted, not not legally speaking, but was brought into one of his schoolmates' homes. Yeah, he had friends. What what I'm what I am saying though is like he had friends. Yes. He had people who supported him. He had people that loved him. They had people that fucking you know, looked out for his well-being whenever he was at his lowest. Do you do you remember Elliot Roger? Oh, oh God, yeah. Um, he was a rich kid. Yeah, the fucking he was in martyr. Well, he was quote unquote popular. Yeah, you know, to whatever extent. I mean, I think he was in a fraternity. He was. Um, you know, he, he, he doesn't rich. he doesn't fit the bullied mold, right? Oh. And I think a lot of us forget that going even back to Columbine, like those kids weren't bullied. They were wanting to recreate Oklahoma city. Yeah. At their high school. Yeah. Absolutely. That they were, they were trying to follow in the footsteps of a white supremacist. Well, they, they had a bloodlust. They had a bloodlust. They like, they wanted, they to, wanted to die they in wanted, infamy. They wanted to blow up the high school. Like that yeah. was the whole thing. Yeah. And they, they didn't, they, they knew they were going to die. They wanted to leave their mark. And they want to be remembered as monsters, basically. Yeah, and it worked. But yeah. what what happened was that they were wrapped up in tragedy. They were wrapped up in this whole bullying aspect. Right. So in high school, there's there's sort of two worlds that people live in. There's the world that they live in where they don't really talk about it. And then there's the world that they live in. And that's their, that's their sort of surface high school memories. Right. Um, 
I'm going to get a little personal for a second. Um, I wanted to talk about this. I actually, I post about this on Twitter. Uh, as a high school student, I was both a weird kid and a bully. And I think this is true for a lot of people. I, I think they're, the people live in two different worlds. My, my story is the same. Um, you know, there was a kid in my high school. He was a, he was, he, he was alone. Um, he was completely alone and he was alone from the first day of high school to the last day of high school. Right. Um, and, and when I say alone, I don't mean he had like a little click that he was a part of. I mean, like he sat alone in, in the, during lunch period and during breaks, he was alone in classrooms. I think he was part of, I think he might've been developmentally disabled in some way, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't know. He might've just been so socially isolated that he was starting to withdraw into himself. So I have no idea. Um, And I'm not going to speculate past that. But what I can tell you is that as a weird kid myself, you know, I also, I had the benefit really sort of this, this sort of poison benefit, I would almost say now Mm -hmm. of being able to kind of flit between different social groups And so I was never, like, I never had the same experience a lot of kids did of being, like, really bullied. And so while I was kind of weird and while I did have my quirks and, you know, every kid does, um, you know, I was complicit in this kid's bullying. Right. So I want to give you kind of a picture of what I mean by this. Um, When I was a freshman, I was pulled in the principal's office and I was told that because I wrote horror stories that I was a school shooter potentially and that they were watching me basically and that they wanted me to stop doing that and I did um and I I transitioned into punk rock from there (laughs) that's usually how that goes yeah okay the kid that I'm talking about was basically deemed a school shooter from the moment he walked in right. to the high school. And this was never really taken into consideration. Um, most kids just kind of thought he was weird and they stayed away from him. Right. Um, but they also talked about him behind his back. Right. And as you do in high school, you hear about all of it. When someone's talking shit about you, you know. And he knew for four years. And it got worse, especially 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. As we're getting ready to graduate, it just starts to ramp up and ramp up and ramp up. And people are calling him a school shooter. Like they're saying, oh, I hope he doesn't shoot up the school today. (laughs) Funny. Right. And I participated in that. Like I participated in those speculation like conversations. I I was in the middle of that speculation conversation. I was expelled for it. Yeah. I was expelled and because nothing was, was ever done. That. Nothing was ever done. He was never punished or anything like that. I think, I think the to the my school administrators' credit, they knew better, right? But they didn't do anything to put a stop to it. They never, you know, they never had a come to Jesus moment, and we'll right. get to that in a, in a later module segment, whatever. No, just we'll we'll start putting in the beeps. <laughs> there we go. But Next uh, page. <laughs> but. Uh, Towards the end of high school, I went up to him and I sat down with him in a much different sense than what the 
walk up not out thing is talking about but in there there was a, a little bit of a similar dna here it was still shitty of me to do this right. but at the same time like you know there was there was that sense that like someone needs to talk to him right so i did and i didn't say anything i wasn't like you know trying to defend anybody or you know get on his side you know i just listened right and i asked him you know what so what is it like basically i I don't remember exactly what i asked it was almost 10 years ago and he said "I i know everything i know everything that everyone says about me it hurts and i hate everyone i hate every single person And I'm sitting here, like, this is this is not, I, I want to make it clear, like, he was never a threat to the school. Right. He was never a threat to anyone's personal safety. This is stupid rumors and conjecture. But he said, I, I hate everyone. I don't want anyone to talk to me. I, I, everyone hates me. So why not? return the favor and that conversation has stuck with me I think subconsciously for the last nine or so years eight or nine years um, I graduated in 2010 math is hard everybody <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the recent conversation the recent discourse has really brought this shit back up kids are horrible to each other for the simple reason of building up their own social capital kids are horrible to each other because they don't want other kids to be horrible to them yeah you troll shield and it's not even that it's i want a position of favor in this hierarchy right and to get there i will do whatever i can i will make someone feel worse I will make fun of someone. Like, so, I was not a fit kid, but I was friends with the track team for some reason. <laughs> like, that makes sense. By the time, by the time, like, I was graduating high school, I was talking about Proudhon with the fucking cross-country team. Right. Meanwhile, this kid was completely the fuck alone. And he was the bottom rung. I mean, like, when I say bottom rung, I don't mean, like, class-wise. I mean individual. Right. There were... Almost 2,000 people at my high school when we graduated. He was, if you had to rank them by number, he was at the very fucking bottom. Right. And I I mention all of this because I I don't know, I don't know what this walk up, not out thing is trying to accomplish at this point. Well, we're we're basically away from the gun aspect of things. We're we're saying, hey, um, to everyone who has ever bullied someone, walk up to the person you bullied and say, hey, are we good? Hey, are we good? I mean, apologize, but don't do so for these reasons. I mean, just do so. No, it, it's it's literally, I'm sorry that I got caught Right at that point. Right. Kids are fucking horrible to each other. They are little shits to each other. Yeah. And I, part of what I'm saying is based in guilt for what I've done. But part of it is, parents, this is to you. Your kids are fucking horrible. 
wake up and smell the bacon. I feel like Alex Jones for a second. <laughs> wake up Here's and smell the, the fucking... Here are Look the fucking documents. Your children suck. <laughs> they suck to each other. They are just marinating in these social norms, these toxic, poisonous social norms that will carry them all the way through their careers, yeah. that will carry them through the fucking college, that will carry them into later adulthood. And what's going to happen is everyone's going to adjust, quote-unquote, to adult life in their own way. You know, if, let's say you know someone becomes an accountant or another person you know goes on to do nothing of note um nobody knows the kind of existential horror of literally being alone in a in a populated place having literally no one nobody has that experience i don't have that experience being that close to that experience was horrifying and I can tell you that all of your little kids, anyone that you direct to do this fucking walk up, not out bullshit is contributing to torture, yeah. to psychological torture. Yeah. You want to prevent teen suicide? You want to prevent kids snapping in some way or another? Don't fucking do this. Right. Don't tell your kids to do this. If your kid's bully and you have a sneaking suspicion that that's true, you need to have the fucking come to Jesus talk with them about how their actions can affect other people. And the thing is, that's not even enough. No. Because as a kid, no, no child has enough emotional intelligence to fucking understand this. Well, nor can they actually prevent... Or, or, or I'm sorry. Nor, nor can they... Um, predict uh, the consequences of their own actions. No, they can't. They, they don't have that 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 rationale. Uh, kids are kids are so. hella smart. They are, but because of their their inexperience and to be quite honest, their lack of development, they are little monsters. They are yeah. little terrors. And I, I hate to say that because I know you're no, looking no, at your no, kids. No, 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 no. I mean, the, the reality is there there are multiple pieces of clay at, at, at such a young age, and and the way that you raise them up, their experiences with you, and the things that you say, and the way that you treat people, and the things that they experience, all shape that mold that piece of clay, and not if, even they take experience from the outside world as well. If I had even one tenth of the empathy in high school then that I do now, I might have just broken down in tears. Which is really melodramatic when you think about it, but we can, like, kids can't intrinsically connect with each other in the same way. They use other social hierarchies and they use sort of other structures to, to make their connections and relationships. Right. And this is why, you know, as an adult, you look back on high school and go, wow, that all was so fucking shallow. But the the fucking the social capital that or the social capital accumulation that kids go through on a constant basis and have to try to fight their way to the top and basically kill anyone who doesn't, uh, you know, who's lesser than them in order to get higher and higher and higher up. It's. 
it's disgusting. Right. You want to stop all of the shit that happens in schools? Abolish schools. Abolish the opportunity for that social hierarchy to a- a- arise. You know, as as shitty as it is to say, like, even in a collaborative sense where kids are all grouped together towards one goal, you're going to have that bullshit. And I, I don't... I don't see there being any way to solve that problem, to make that kind of thing go away. What we're basically signing our kids up for when they go to school is either they are tortured or they are the torturers. So, and that thought is fucking terrifying. So I, I do want to say something, and this is from the viewpoint of a parent, um, because I'm, I'm a dad. And, um, you know, my, my daughter, she, she came from a, a small town, and uh, we moved her up here. Uh, to Oklahoma City and um, you know because of the fact that there, there's a very strong difference between small town uh, minds and big city minds like the, these these children are developed into this city mind set where she didn't have that ability um, the, these are constant battles that I personally have to deal with along with my wife whenever it comes to, to my daughter almost sure. on a daily basis like she has come home in tears she has cried over the way that she's been treated. She's she she has just been bullied by, like the next door neighbor. Um, we've had to have those talks, and she has tried to follow in their footsteps because, again, like I, I called it troll shielding. Um, I, that that's that's how I see it to a certain degree. You know, try to be uh try to fit in with this crowd so that this crowd doesn't fuck with you anymore. You know that type of thing. Um. Well, I do understand where you're coming from, and I, I don't mean to turn this into one big, long-winded debate, but just a counter thought. Um, I don't know that I would agree with the. Um, I, I don't. I don't think I could agree with the abolition of of a school system. I, I. I just. I don't think that I could do that. Simply because of the fact that. Um, regardless of how this goes. Right, we could get rid of that, and what, but the problem is current society works too much um, within that social hierarchy. Everyone's striving for something. Well, you know what I would say to that. I, I know, I'm going to let I you finish. You I know you would, but again, you got to remember, <laughs> I, I'm the I'm the baby steps person. I understand. Uh, I believe in the baby steps. Like you have to get here. It like here's your end point, but you have to start here. Right, you take in baby steps. Um, I don't think the school system's the first place to start. I tr- <laughs> I re- I truly believe, I truly believe that especially now, whenever in- whenever parents are more focused on on their cell phones or hell even now like more parents are gamers and things like that and their their kids are basically kind of raising themselves or being raised up by um you know their their friends or you know, hopefully they've got a good role model and 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 like the 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 friends' parents or something of that nature. The one thing that they need is that positive role model in a parent. They're not going to find a positive role model in that parent if that parent is a person who has hateful ideologies. And that is square one. You have to find a way to erase the hateful ideologies and make and 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 try to find some way to guide uh, uh, parents into a place of understanding that these these venomous 
concepts that they hold on to and actually indirectly or directly pass on to their children are creating a lot of that chaos that they're sending their kids into every day when they walk through the front doors of their schools. No, I know. And, and the thing is, is that I'm frustrated and I'm sad. Um, I understand. And when you're frustrated and sad and also an anarchist, you tend to say, fuck all of it, burn it down. Um, well, and, and that's that's not really a solution, and I know that. And, and I understand. But, the, the thing about it is, like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about my coming to Jesus very loosely. You already know mine. Um, so I won't go super hardcore into detail about this, but, you know, I got mine at an early age. And I, I would say it's both a good thing, but it's horrible. Because, you know, like, I, I was like 13, 14 years old, and uh, the person that I bullied just so happened to die the same night that I last had my interaction with him. And I felt horrible about it. The, that following, like, all through that weekend, I felt horrible for what happened because it was at its absolute worst that day. Um, wanted to apologize to him searched everywhere for him just to find out he died that night I had to apologize to a corpse that's not something any child any child should suffer he should not have gone to sleep that night feeling alone and unloved and God forbid he did and I hope I I pray to God that I don't even believe in that he didn't no kids should go to bed feeling that way. I deserve that pain. I deserve that weight. I deserve the weight of him. And every fight, every crusade, every time that I stand on my soapbox and, and, and preach love, peace, and understanding, it's all a testament to him. I can't make it up to him, so hopefully I can make up make it up to him in my words and actions. The world is not simple. And the more people try to pretend the world is simple, the more people are going to get hurt. If you want to stop people dying from school shootings or killing themselves because they were bullied or any number of things, self-harm, just having clinical depression. In ge- like, I, I think there's a social cause to clinical depression. Yes, it, it is. A, there is a chemical bio, like a biochemical component to it, but I think it's there's a catalyst. No, there, there absolutely is. That's, and, that's, that's proven. And if you want, if you want the world to start to heal when it comes to the human race, like something needs to change. Yeah. What needs to change? I mean, it's it's the entire thing. But you can't say that. You can't say it's it's all of it. It's everything. Because then people say, well, but what about this one little thing that I can change? Or what about this one little thing that I can throw money at? Or what about this little thing that I can, you know, make a make art for? Right. You know, 
And when it comes down to it, there is there is no solution. Nobody wants to focus on the entire system. It's too big for any one person. It's too big for any country of people. And right now, we're in probably the worst fucking time to talk about this kind of thing because I'm going to be up front. The rest of the goddamn country is stone cold dumb. I, I can't disagree. <laughs> like, <laughs> not It's not in an idiocracy way. It's in a... I'm mean and spiteful and self-centered and focused on one little thing in front of me way. And, and there's no talking to anybody about shit like this because everyone's got their political football that they want to throw around. My yeah. political football, the one that I want to throw around is I want people to stop being in pain. Right. But how can, how the fuck can we do that? How the fuck can anyone do that? There is no way. I think I might have a solution. Okay. Let's talk about that after we get back. Great. People who hate God take it out on innocent people. What? Feminism encourages women to leave their husbands, kill their children, practice witchcraft, destroy capitalism, and become lesbians. Jer- Jeremy, what's happening? All I'm saying is I know one man who was impotent, who gave AIDS to his wife, and the only thing they did was kiss. Jeremy, um, is this one of those things where you ironically fuck everything up? Trevor, look, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, say you like it is. I'm gonna say you like it is right now, okay? Just (laughs) like. What Nazi Germany did to the Jews. Oh, no. So liberal America is now doing to the evangelical Christians. It's no different. It is the same thing, Trevor. No, it's not. It is happening all over again. (gasps) It is the Democratic Congress, the liberal based media, and the homosexuals who want to destroy Christians, Trevor. Wholesale abuse and discrimination and it, 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 and the worst bigotry directed toward any group in America today more terrible than anything suffered by any minority in history, Trevor. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy, why? So can you, can you tell me what's wrong with everything that I just said outside of the fact that it sounds like all that just came out of the... the it's just it's word vomit coming out of the mouth of a madman. That was Pat Robertson. That was Pat it? Robertson. That was Pat Robertson. Jesus so, Christ! All right. So this is this is my take on things. Okay. The other day, uh, uh, well, I say the other day. Well, as of as of whenever this airs, it will be the other day. So we're fine. Um, I got into a little bit of a discussion. And uh, I, I kind of shut it down because I realized I was just talking to a fucking brick wall in the end. Because uh, ultimately, this was a conversation based on e- uh, the the uh, televangelist community and its absolute fucking worthlessness. Okay, you've got Oral Roberts going back in history. We'll just go back in history for a couple of select um, uh, uh, examples. Uh, Oral Roberts, uh, uh, yeah, Oral. Roberts, that's his name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I fucking told his audience that if he didn't raise eight million dollars, God was gonna kill him. Robert Tilton fucking throwing goddamn prayer cards that were sent with money in the fucking dumpster by the box fools without ever once laying hands on those boxes. By the way, uh, to to even take that further, um, people who actually worked in his call centers uh, said that he had uh, put in a computer system to track how long they were on the phone to ensure that they were not on the phone with any one color for longer than seven minutes, regardless of the circumstances. Are you sad and depressed and want to kill yourself? <laughs> snap uh, snap out of it. Give us $100 and we're good to go. And they never once were allowed to ask for less than $100 at any one point in time. Okay? Um, the fucking Miracle Spring water that fucking uh, uh, Popoff would send people was just goddamn tap water. You know? We could keep going with this. And that's the problem. We could keep going with this. You are listening to people who preach hate and ignorance and fear. You're taught that the world is ending, so we have to convert the gays, and we have to convert the feminists, and if they are gay and feminist or atheist or whatever the case may be, unfriend them immediately because they're going to drag you right down to hell with them. All right? This is the shit we spoon feed our children. This is the shit that we fucking spoon feed these kids. So this is the reason why these kids look at this other kid over here as anything less than them. This is the reason that you've got this one kid growing up in a big fucking nice house with the fucking father who's the president of some some company fucking looking down on, on the fucking poor kid fucking coming to school getting free lunches and shit, right? You train your kids to do these things. And then you listen to someone like fucking Pat Robertson, who still somehow is relevant today. And tell me how we, it, it, by, by accepting these things, where did we ever have the choice of not ending up where we are, socially speaking? Yeah, I don't think we really ever did, huh? No, we don't. I don't give a good goddamn what you believe, what God you worship. But the moment, and 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 I I I told him this, and I'm still waiting for someone to tell me exactly how this is the religion that has stood the test of time longer than everything because it brought so more peace to the world than any other fucking religion on the face of the planet ever ever created whenever you say peace you are speaking specifically of personal peace because now you feel vindicated you are justified these things that you fear these things that you hate these things that you have these severe biases to you're now justified because jesus and god and all this shit they're behind you 100 percent. so go out there with gusto and give them hell boys and girls if your God is one that okays you to be an asshole just because it is in God's name, fuck your God. I'll happily go to hell if it doesn't mean I have to kiss ass to a psychopathic sky daddy 
that demands that I'm a piece of shit to the world around me just because they are not the same shade of white that I am because my God is older and bigger and stronger and more well-known. Frankly, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm kind of, I'm getting mad all over again. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, yeah, yeah, I get that. I just don't understand exactly how how anyone actually believed for a single second we stood a chance of not ending up here whenever we allow ourselves to fall into the same bullshit that that actually caters to that same hate and and aggression. God I mean, is yeah. God is know. not love. God is war. God is division. God is God God is not peace. No God is that <laughs> I've going through history. I've never seen that. Even, even the ones that seem good people died. Jim Jones had a good idea there for a little while, I guess. And people died. Hello. No, several thousand died. Fucking heaven's gate. Yeah. People, people were pretty chill with that for a little while. Then people died. People died. The difference between that and Christianity is, well, other people die. It's not me. It's, it's just everybody else. In God's good name. Fuck that shit. Whenever you saw... Again, I don't care what you believe. Just as long as you believe in, in what you do with peace and love and acceptance. And with an intent to actually make a better world. Not just for yourself, but but, but for the people around you. Regardless of their, their, their social standing, their, their color, their, their sexual preference, whatever. Can I say... Before we move on out of that, I would actually take exception to this. Make a better world for yourself or other people. Um, who the fuck are you to presume what a better world looks like for someone else? Like, who the fuck is is a, a well-meaning Christian mm-hmm. who can say, I know what a better world looks like for you? Whenever I say a better world, I'm I'm speaking of one that is just completely free. It's free from your bullshit if they choose to be free from it and to live their lives as they so choose. But you know that's not ever what happens. I know you, it's not. You could talk about liberal Christianity. You can talk about uh, you know f- any kind of progressive New Age religion. Yeah. You can talk about you know people's sort of uptick in paganism and sort of other mythologies. Yeah. And all of these are essentially just metaphysical policy prescriptions. Yes. They're they're just me- fucking they're metaphysical ideological statements. Right. And I I've had to fucking come to terms with this over the last few months. As an anarchist, like the most anarchist thing is to basically come to terms with the fact that nobody else wants to be an anarchist. Right. Nobody else wants to live in a free society, like a fully free society. You're talking about a, a society in which, you know, everyone is sort of at their maximal potential um, and that everyone is free, everything is free. All of the sort of social norms that we currently suffer under are gone. And one in which Christianity and other sort of subjugating religions can exist in. Right. No. Well, and it's I mean fair. that's that's 
that's it's just not going to happen. No, I, I I I totally agree, and and that's the thing. Like that that old saying, you know, be a part of the world that you wish to see. Yeah, you know, um, that's what I kind of represent. I know that I'm never going to see that that world in my lifetime. Hell, this world may never actually see that world. <laughs> you know, right. I I can hope and dream. I can. I can hope and dream that we get over ourselves just enough to to realize and just get over our egos enough to realize that I don't need to be the center of the fucking universe. I don't need all of the things. I don't need all the wealth. I don't need this this social standing in order to feel important and worthwhile. That your importance and your worth is something that you assign to yourself and it's not brought to you by the clothes that you wear, the phone that you carry, or the car that you drive. I don't understand why that's such a, a, a disgusting uh, uh, concept. I don't understand why why we can't just... It, you know, actually today I, I was actually asked, like, you know, it must be miserable knowing that I, I live a life where I feel so worthless and so meaningless that I just go away when I die. That is nowhere near as, as, as discomforting as feeling like I am so righteous and so important that the world cannot fucking exist without me. That I have to be this omnipresent being for all fucking time. In order for me to to maintain my fucking importance, you know, that is scary to me. My ego is scary to me because that strips me of my own freedom. That strips me of my ability to to live a a a, a full life, a life where I'm actually able to live day to day and not focus on how am I not going to go to hell or whatever fucking. Uh, uh, circumstances may may befall my after uh, befall me in the afterlife because I said a naughty word or or you know whatever like that is terrifying to me. You have to let yourself go, and you have to get over your own ego just long enough to not worry about what everyone else is doing. Allow people to just be happy. If you don't want to, if you're if you're so anti-gay, don't fuck dudes. If you're a dude, do not fuck a dude. Don't even hold his hand. <laughs> oh, we'll get to toxic masculinity at some point. Oh yeah, uh, that that one's soon. Oh Jesus! But don't. Right. But but I'm just saying, like, don't look through their windows. Don't don't ask them about their their gay sex lives. And above all things, do not marry a man. Again, if you're a man. If you're a woman, same. Okay? Just same. You don't have to do these things. No one's forcing you to do these things. You don't even have to fucking support it. Just shut the fuck up and let people live. And if you cannot do that, if you cannot fucking do that, just say your bullshit behind closed doors where it's not affecting the livelihood of other people it's not bothering anybody. You are allowed. You have the right to be an utter shit stain of a fucking human being. But you do not, as far as I'm concerned, do not have the fucking right to impede on the happiness of anyone. 
Okay, so first of all, this is a really cool feature. Um, so I just wanted to say real quickly that I'm so incredibly proud of both of you. You guys are doing amazing work covering topics that are so important for both the national as well as the global discussion. I am just blown away at the level of craftsmanship that you both are able to achieve on, frankly, a near null budget. You're both so talented and such amazing speakers, and I cannot wait to see what the rest of the year yields for the Terminus podcast. I love you both, and I'm so proud of you. So, yeah. Like it or not, males have a tendency to wonder uh, uh, a little well, bit. Well, all right, stop. Stop. We're done. Hi. Hello. This is the Terminus Podcast. We're coming to a close. I got stuck. I- I'm no. so sorry. You cannot do this anymore. Oh, God. We're done with the episode. Uh, but yeah, that was no. Pat Robertson. He gave no. advice to a woman whose husband cheated no. on her Trevor. Like... No. Oh my god. No. Jeremy. Oh, why isn't he dead? I don't know. Can I talk to you a little bit about some things? Oh, please do. This is just such a bad time. Well, I hope I can make this time better for you. Uh, Jeremy, do you know we have a website? Which one? Terminuspod.wordpress.com Oh, okay. It wasn't the... Oh, I thought we were talking about the porn. Okay. No, that that one is private still. Okay. Um, Trevor's face is my toilet.com. Gross. <laughs> or was it .org? I think it was .org. Okay, cool. Uh, Jeremy. We're a nonprofit. Every week you can find our episodes at terminuspod.wordpress.com. Every episode going back to the very, very first episode. Don't um, listen that I've, far back. I've backdated them, so they are all on their correct uh, sort of release dates. Um, you can see our work and love our work Um, i mentioned this in the last episode it's kind of silly that i have to mention this because whatever but our our website doesn't like embeds like you know you can embed yeah you can embed um videos stuff like that and in fact i can show you like i was able to do that in this one like there's a video like, I, right. I did a post earlier today. There's a fucking video in the post. Right. Only for YouTube. I think it's a WordPress thing. I don't like it. But what I can tell you is that if you go to terminuspod.wordpress.com, this is where you can find original writing as well as every episode going back to the beginning in order with the newest episode stickied up to the top. Um, last week was the American Gestapo. That was we a good about episode. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Um, the week before that, it was the <laughs> Chili Poops Eulogy. The Chili Poops Eulogy. Um, we've talked a little bit about some of the things we like and support in the Terminal Jams column. It's weekly. Um, but the main reason I want you to go to terminuspod.wordpress.com is because not only does it have the episodes in the actual picture, like I, I post a picture in each episode. It's, it's our logo. It's the Terminus Podcast logo. Right. And you can click on the picture. As in, click on the fucking picture, please. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, 
Like, um, like it, or tap on it. You can tap on it, click on it, how whatever you're you're doing to watch it. It goes straight to our uh, uh, sort of anchor.fm page. I'm not gonna give the anchor.fm link. I will probably post it somewhere. Yeah. Because it's long and I don't want to remember it right now. My brain is yeah, not working. Yeah, last time that took like five minutes, and I think exactly. we're good on that. Exactly. Like you know where to go. Yeah. Um. That being said, you can also find links to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Terminus underscore media. You have Facebook and Twitter. All of that is there. Uh, tells you who our theme song is usually by, which is Kevin Moan and the Reptiles with our lovely, lovely song, Police State. Um, so, with that all being said, thank you guys so much for your support. Um, we, we do see you guys listening, and it is more accurate now. And it's it's obviously not as many as we thought, but honestly, that's fine. I mean, it really is. Fine. I'd rather I'd rather a small listener base that actually gave a shit exactly than uh, a, a boatload of fucking people just listening to us in the background. I'd like to give a shout out to Jen and Micah from the I Never Saw That podcast. Um, Jen has been listening to the show. I think so is Micah. Um, really, and they they really enjoy it. And I really enjoy them. Yeah, I never saw that as such a good fucking podcast. Um, you can listen to them on Apple Podcasts, just like you can with ours. We are still on Apple Podcasts, just because we are on uh, pl- uh, Anchor.fm. Yeah. We have not actually left Apple Podcasts, and I do see the iOS listens, so I know you guys are listening there. But uh, even, even better. But I Never Saw That is a, is a weekly podcast that's basically documenting um, Jen's life from 1993 to 1995, she was sent to a boarding school, so to speak, a therapeutic boarding school, hmm. where they made her carry, I think, like s- several pounds of rocks on her back. Jesus Christ. At all times. And one of the ways that she told me this, one of the ways, actually, she didn't tell me that she was in the episode um, on uh, My So Called Life. Uh-huh. They've been watching every episode of that. One of the ways to get rid of the rocks was to write all of her friends in her old life and tell them that she couldn't be friends with them anymore. It's super fucked up. Jen is a sweetheart. I love Micah too. I've never met them at all. They live in Seattle. We live in Oklahoma. I've always wanted to go to Seattle. But support that fucking can we, podcast. Can we go to Seattle? I want to go to Seattle. Oh my god. Let's go to Seattle. Let's we'll go to team Seattle. up with I never saw that. That would be so good. Oh. Uh, one of the most recent episodes was, uh, ironically, you were just talking about how much we hate Tim Armstrong. Yeah. Um, Rancid and Out Come the Wolves. They, they listened to the album. It was Jen's first time listening to it. Why would they do that to themselves? Because it did come out in 1995. I mean, okay. It that... did come out in 1995. She did not listen to it. Okay, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give her that. And as bad as we think that album is, as much as I think it's a mush-mouthed uh, Bruce Springsteen album... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That is a very the, the seminal album when it comes to punk rock. Is it? Yeah, I'd say so. I, I guess, I'd according say to... So. Depending on the demographic, I could give two shits about that album. I could give two shits about Tim Armstrong, but at the same time, like... Or Rancid. I went, I went back and listened to that album. It's fine. Oh, it's okay. No. Yes. It came on the other but. day. I screamed. <laughs> I was in the car. I screamed. I'm sorry. Um, but no, go listen to that show. It's on Apple Podcasts. Um, it, it's it's honestly very, very good. I've I've weeped a little in the, the listening of that God, podcast. You're such a vagina. I, you know what? I am in touch with my emotions. Obviously. And I am not ashamed of that. 
and I will not take any bullshit from you. Uh, a couple other things I want to say. Fuck Katy Perry. Yep. But don't actually. No, no, um, don't. Here's, here's why. Uh, just real quick. I, I'm not going to go on a tear on this, but uh, apparently during the filming of American Idol... No, one apparently of the, this literally happened. Yeah, no, this, uh, this was on national fucking television. Um, kid was playing a song, and she he was close to Katy Perry, and... I don't know if he was like gonna do like a kiss on the cheek, like some like something dumb and adorable. Because he never he said he'd never been kissed, he'd never been right. in a relationship. He was saving all that for someone that he loved. And she kissed him on the mouth. Yep. So fuck that. Um, if you have to ask why I say that, uh, consider the fact that he said he didn't want to be kissed. And that's his choice. And if you still don't understand, get the fuck out of our nest. Yeah, that's this is that's not something for you. Um, another thing I want to say is fuck Snapchat, and obviously, but they did an ad so that parodied uh, Chris Brown beating the shit out of Rihanna. Uh, what? Yeah. Hold on, are you fucking serious? I am not joking. And I just saw that Rihanna fucking came at Snapchat and fucking ripped them a new asshole. Hold on, can you show me this? Uh, like, yeah, I'll show fuck? I'll show you guys that later. I'll show you that later. I'll put the link in the description. Um, but yeah, basically Rihanna said "fuck you" Snapchat and Snapchat's stocks went down, so she still got it. Um, you go, girl. Yeah, fuck Snapchat, fuck Katy Perry. Uh, but I'm not gonna fuck you, listener. I love you. No, I want to make sweet love to you, consensual love. Because that's how that shit goes. Yeah, absolutely. Why are you pointing at me, though? I'm not consenting. I don't, I'm just pointing. Oh. But anyway, we love you, baby birds. Absolutely. Keep this in mind as we enter these dark times where the president is firing everyone like we're on an episode of The Fucking Apprentice. We're entering strange waters. We have never been in these waters before. We probably will never be in them again after this you know, presidency. But there is still a long time to go until we get to the end of this national nightmare, and things may still get worse. So, keep in mind, as the listeners of this podcast, you have a responsibility to yourself. You do not have a responsibility to anyone else to keep yourself safe, to keep yourself around people who love you, and to keep yourself around people, you know, in a, in a space that is positive and not toxic to you. If this is that space for you, then welcome. If it's not that space for you, if you feel like listening to these episodes is only making you feel worse, that's totally fine. We and please are, let us know. We Seriously. are in, Yeah, please Send let us, us know. Messages. Let we us like, know. hey, uh, you guys are kind of shitty, but uh, one thing that I, I will say is that this is an open nest. Yeah. You know, as as our baby birds, you do not have to stay in this nest. You do not have to be part of our program. You know, this is not a political party and we will never be a political party. Um, all that we ask is that you take care of yourselves. You take care of each other because in the end, we are all we have and we are all we need. We baby birds, us. we love you so. Good night. Good night.